Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Ooh, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. Man, I was pulling that out way too quick. <laughs> How are you doing today, Meg? I'm good. I'm good. I was just enjoying our little intro music, thinking, oh, man, I still love this. After all this time, it's so peppy and happy. I know. So before me and Meg jumped on, we were sitting here making sure our mics worked, and we had ourselves muted. <laughs> I was like, man, what a way to start, but that's fine. Uh, thank you so much for being here. We're we're super thrilled that you're here. Today, we're going to talk all about the fact, really a- ask a question, uh, are you bored? And we've talked about it a a couple times in passing over the last few weeks, but one of the things that kind of predicated this for us is we went to a conference and all it asked the question like, are you bored? Are you stagnant? Do you feel like you're performing at your best level? Do you feel like you've plateaued? Do you have trouble finding interest in new things? And I was like, yes, 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 yes. So first of all, I was like, oh no, they're all yes. But then I was like, but why? Why are they all yes? And if you know me, which I think a lot of you do by now, I like to dig in, explore a little bit more. And so when I reflected on my own life, I was like, well, why do I feel bored? Well, how often am I pushing myself into new things? How often am I trying new things? How often am I sticking to my comfort zone, even though I preach about it all the time? How often am I sticking to the norm and all the normal things that I've done? Well, the answer to those were a lot were, yes, I'm doing all of those things. And so it's pretty obvious why I might feel bored based on the fact that I'm living that way. And I feel like for all of us, boredom can come for a time or it could be something we've been living with for a long time and we're not really sure what to do with that. So today our hope is to kind of unpack, go through some ways that we can prevent that boredom, really just talk about the topic, but then what can we do in our lives today to make sure that we're not bored or we find ourselves plateaued. Or maybe you haven't even asked yourself that question ever of why why you feel the way you feel. Yeah, it's interesting because we went with a group of people to the conference and all of us, the the whole everyone that we were with was like, yeah, yeah, I do feel that way. A lot of the time I feel bored. And so it kind of got us reflecting like as a group what was going on. And a few different thoughts came up when we were talking about this a little bit. And one of them was like, even when things are hard, if they're the same as they always are, then they still can result in boredom. Like even if it's a challenge, if it's a challenge that you're constantly used to, if it's a challenge you're constantly going through, it still produces boredom because yes, the the situation might be difficult, but it's not really anything out of the ordinary. It's just the same old stuff, different day. And while that can create the challenge, it also doesn't necessarily lead to you feeling like you're learning anything or doing anything because you're just kind of sitting in the same old situation over and over again. So for me, a lot of the realization of the boredom is like, yeah, I deal with some hard things and I have some projects come up and some planning that I need to do, but really it's just like a different, a different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Basically the different thing of the same thing. I don't know how to say that any better. You get what I'm saying. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like, like you said, same thing, different day. So like, no matter what, even in the challenges, even in the midst of those challenges, you've done those challenges, you've taken on those challenges or some way, shape or form of those. And so they don't feel new and exciting and different. And they don't feel like they're even a challenge anymore. They're more of like a minor annoyance. And so we're talking in the context of work right now, but I think it applies to a lot of people in their relationship too. I think we love the, the butterfly feeling, the love story and all of that. But, and, and if we've been in a relationship for a long time, like me and you 20 years, I mean, there are times where it can feel a little stagnant, where it can feel a little bored, where we can feel a little bit disconnected. And then what do you do in the face of that? Because I feel like a lot of us, if I'm just being honest, go on, chase a new relationship, a new thing, or even if we don't pursue it, we think in our heads that that's the answer, that that's the thing that you can't possibly get it from your current circumstance. So it has to be something completely different. Obviously in some cases, and we'll get into that today, there are new things that you can try and new things that you can work toward or new things to just mix it up. You also can do that in your current relationship. You can do that in the current job you have. Like you don't have to leave your relationship today and leave your job today and all the other things. You don't have to go there. Yeah, that's an extreme measure, but I don't feel like you have to do that. You have to really go back to the questions we were asking of when's the last time you've really challenged yourself? When's the last time you put yourself forward? Now for me, I know that in those cases where I do challenge myself, I get annoyed or irritated because it's not the norm. And so like I try to have it both ways, right? So I'm like, well, I want to have something new and I want to have a new challenge and I don't want to be bored anymore. But then when I get outside of my comfort zone and get outside of the norm, I don't really know how it's going to go. I don't really know what the experience entails. I don't know what I'm going to interact with. I don't know how it's all going to occur. And so then I'm like, wait a minute, I don't really want that, but I do. You see, if that makes any sense, like it's like, I'm so used to the way it is and the norms and I don't want the boredom, but I like the norm. I like that it's, I, I can know what to expect, but you cannot have it both ways. If you're stuck in a place where you feel like you've plateaued, you're going to have to push yourself in to that discomfort. And, you know, we talk about that a lot. You can't live in the comfort all the time. I still feel like comfort's an important piece but you can't live in it all the time. And you also can't do what I try to do, which is to have it both ways all the time, because you have to really decide if it's something that you want to really pursue and look into. Okay. So one of the ways, like you were just talking about, would be to challenge yourself. Another great way, I think, is to really start reflecting on your interests and kind of what makes you you. So The cool thing I think that I've discovered about boredom is that I can actually solve my boredom in any area of my life, even if my solution doesn't have to do with the specific area of life that I'm bored in. Meaning, if I'm bored in something at work, I don't have to necessarily find a solution that deals exactly with work. I can fix the boredom by changing something else, by finding an interest that may be outside of work. If the boredom's in life in general, maybe I can fix that by infusing something new into our relationship or infusing something new into work. So it's kind of, for me at least, maybe you can tell me if if this is how you experience it too, B, but for me at least, it's really neat to see that I can challenge my interests and try to think of some interests that I love to do and infuse those into my life in general, and it will fix or help fix some of the areas that I might feel a little bit bored in. Like if I want to 
gets out of some boredom, I might start thinking, okay, well, what do I like to do? Well, I like to be creative. How can I be creative? Well, I can work more on the podcast. I can start writing again. I can do all these different things. I can make cards. I used to love to make cards. And all of those things will help cure the boredom, even if it's not necessarily the root of the problem. Yeah, I mean, I totally get that. So like you're saying, you're bored at work, but you can still look for another outlet, another avenue. And I love that because I think I, I think we think a lot smaller than that most of the time. And we say, and trust me, I, I've been real honest on here about the fact that I put a lot of things up on a pedestal that I wanted, you know, work to deliver every single thing. And then when I became CEO of a company and was making that dollar amount and all those things, it didn't deliver. And I came to that realization through like my therapy journey that that didn't really need to be the thing that delivered everything. I could look at it in different ways. And even though I'd start doing this podcast and doing a lot of different things, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing, but I was doing what you just said, Meg. I was, I was actually fulfilling my interest in, in breaking through my boredom and stagnancy with trying something new, doing new things, finding things that interested me. And the cool thing for me was I never really understood, even out throughout my whole life, that I was a real creative person. I don't know that, you know, young Brandon, that anyone would have said, you know, they would have said nice things, but I don't think anyone would have been like, oh, yes, he's a super creative person and he thinks about things in this way. And that's really one of his strengths that, you know, that he has in his life. Like, I don't even think you would have said that, Meg. But by pursuing something new and something that I, I didn't know, it, it brought forth a ton more interest that I didn't even know that I had. Uh, I think that's one way to do it. I think the other way to do it would be to, you know, a lot of us haven't been a kid in a long time. What was the thing that interested you back then? And how can you bring that back into your life? I think like for me, uh, as I get stuck in the stress and as I get stuck in the worry, I have always loved sports. Well, I didn't have that as part of my life. Like I, I, I no longer had the outlet of going and playing sports. And for a while I watched sports. And then for a long while I felt bad for watching sports because I felt like, well, I'm a personal growth dude. I'm supposed to be improving myself and this isn't improving me. But I found recently like that's something that I enjoy doing and it's something that I can get my kids into. And sometimes Meg, even if I force you, I can get you into <laughs> it. But there's ways that you can bring from the past, you can look at what interested you and you can bring it into the future. And you don't have to sit there and say, like I've been guilty of, of, well, you know, I'm grown up now. I can't do that anymore. No, I mean, I, we know adults that still do plenty of things that might be considered by social and cultural that it's like a little bit immature or whatever, but there's things if they bring you joy and work you out of your boredom, like there could be an interest that you find. And like for us, we have young kids, you can bring them into that interest and then you can have that common bond. So going back to the past to look at what was the thing that interested you? Because the reality is when you get stuck in that mindset, you cannot get out of it unless you start looking in different places again. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we can even have this conversation about getting rid of boredom without talking about setting new goals and continuing on and revamping your current goals if you need to. I think it's really hard to have a conversation about beating boredom and what to do if you're feeling bored and feeling stagnant if you're not talking about how you're going to push further. And for me, revisiting a goal that maybe I let the gas off on a little bit or coming up with a new goal is a really powerful tool because what excites you more than trying to 
do something? What excites you more than trying to get this new idea going or this new uh, direction going of an old idea maybe? And when you do that, there's something that triggers in my brain at least, I think probably all of us, that's like, okay, now I'm on a good path. Now I'm really excited about this. I'm interested in this. I'm going to go and move in this direction because this feels good. This feels exciting. Uh, when we started this podcast, it was exactly that feeling. It was like, okay, well, we need something to do. We feel bored. We need a creative outlet. We love being creative. How can we, how can we do that? And when we got to record, even now, when we sit down to record, it feels exciting. It feels good. It feels like we're in our element and it's a new goal. It might just be like, get this episode recorded, right? That might be a very short-term goal. Maybe we're not even talking about long-term goals here, but when you do that goal, it almost rewires your brain a little bit to be like, okay, well now I've done this. Now what's my next goal? What's my next goal? And you can kind of press on in that direction and it gets me excited and you might not be into podcasting. That's great. I think it's cool to have your own thing too. I hope you do, but whatever that thing is, just start focusing there and thinking, how can I make that next goal? How can I make that next step? Where can I turn my focus to get a little excitement back? Yeah, I think it's important to note too that we do have that creative outlet, but I think what happens a lot, like as you were talking, I was just thinking about some people that might be listening out there. And what happens a lot is you think or you presume that the people you see, the talking heads like us that are out there doing the thing, that they're setting goals, that they're doing that thing, that somehow we have like an inordinate amount of time that you don't have. The reality is right now we're recording this at a lunch break from our nine to five. So we just left the office. Now we're recording this. Then we're going to get back to the office and go to work on something completely different. If it's important enough to you, then you do have to set a clear goal and expectation to say, well, it lights you up. And the reason I say that is because even we get into that cycle of saying, man, I don't really want to record. It's not that I don't want to record. It's that I'm busy and I'm trying to figure out how I can work it in. But I also, what stops me from giving up is I know how important it is to my overall health, my overall everything. Perfect example. I had gone, gotten off running. Like if you listen to this podcast for a long time, you know, we ran, we, we used to run, we used to enjoy running. I got off of doing that. When I came back in and started doing it again, I was non-committal to it. Like I wasn't super excited. I set out a race that's in the beginning of November that I'm going to run. And that's the motivator. Like, because I set that clear goal to say, I want to be able to run that race that I'm going to have to put in the work to get there. If I just said, I want to run and just get fit again, like we use general terms like that. That's not a clear goal. That's not what Meg or I are talking about. It's, it's, you have to be clear and set a clear expectation and goal that you're going to meet and then put a date to it. And that makes it way easier, the fact that you're actually going to achieve it, or at least hold yourself way more accountable to the fact that you're going to achieve it. If you just say, I want to get fit, I want to get healthy, I want to try something new, I am bored. Like general terms like that are going to get you general results. Like if you actually want to get out of the space you're in, you're going to have to be way more intentional about those things. I love that point. Speaking of intentionality, Another really important piece of this whole thing is just being able to connect with others because sometimes we're so focused in on what we need to be doing that we kind of forget that there's a world around us and that world around us can really help us connect and like light us up, right? Like we have the ability to have conversations with our friends, with our family, with other people around us that it might not be that they're giving us like these, you know, $1,000, million dollar ideas, but what if it's just for you? 
what if it's not even about the creativity? What if it's not even about the boredom? But what if just inviting those people back into your life matters because it's helping you feel better and then you're able to go do the things and you're able to cure the boredom? Let those people back in. The people that you might not have been the best friend to recently, the best family member to recently. You've kind of been ignoring the text a little bit too much because it's just hard because you're busy. And I get it. It is, it is hard because you are busy. We feel that too. But connection with others, like continuing to form those real conversations, those real connections will help you feel a little less bored because you have somebody in your corner. You have somebody that you can talk to and actually relate with. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's everything. Yeah. And I think it connects with the next point I was going to make perfectly because you should really have an attitude of wanting to learn continuously. And I believe everyone has something to teach you. Like you can learn from everyone. You can learn from every experience, but you can also put new things in front of you to be, to have an attitude of learning. A lot of times when we're in school, like I see our kids going through school, they're learning something new every single day. Well, then you get to adulthood and you get out of that schooling and you don't actually pursue trying to learn anything new. And I know when I do that, when I put myself in situations to want to learn, which is listening to other podcasts, which is reading books, which is doing, having conversations with people, any of those things, all of a sudden my brain starts turning in a new way and I'm not really in that fog anymore. I've opened up to new ideas and new things. And I've injected that into me. And then I've turned my mind around to say, man, I could do this, this, and this. And and if you've ever been to an event, if you've ever done anything like that, a training, whatever, you feel lit up afterwards and then you fall back into the cycle. But those things can re-engage your brain to be like, I'm looking for new ideas. I want to learn. I want to do this. And even in the tough times, you're going to learn. But the point is you got to be able to want to learn continuously. The next point I'll just say real quick is we got the ability to go to that conference. We got the ability to travel and go do that. Maybe you don't have the resources, time, or energy to go out and travel like out of the state or go to an event or do something like that, but you can travel outside of the space that you're currently stuck in (laughs) because we all are at nature of our routines, which is important. It's important to follow a routine But how stringently are you following that routine and how open are you to the flow of life? Like how open are you to the ability to say, man, today I'm not going to do that. Like, you know what? We always do it that way. I'm not going to do that anymore. Sometimes you got to be open to the flow of life and that will allow you avenues that like if you're living in the tunnel vision, you're not going to see if you constantly pursue what's directly in front of you. Sometimes you have to be open and a little bit less rigid with your schedule and what you're willing to do and let life happen. Yeah. Perfect example was last week. I was talking about how I feel like our Fridays are always the exact same. We always do it in the exact same order. It's always the exact same things. It's just boom, 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 boom. And I said, once that list is accomplished, then I feel like our weekend stars. And you came to me B and you were like, well, if that's how you feel, let's change it up for this week. It doesn't mean that we can change it forever because Friday is the day that we do these things. And that's going to need to happen mostly because that's kind of the time that we have for things like recording podcast episodes and all the things that we do on Friday afternoons. And we did, we just totally didn't do that. And it was just a complete breakup of our normal routine because again, that flow of life you're talking about, we have to allow for those feelings that we were having last week. We have to allow for the fact that it felt like very routine and regimented to me and I needed a break from that. And even though it can't be a permanent break because again, responsibilities, 
I did need that. And you did respect that. And we ended up having a great Friday afternoon where it wasn't the norm. And even just that little tiny break from reality felt amazing. And mm-hmm. it really recharged us and felt like, Ooh, we're kind of getting away with something. Like we're, we're changing it up a little bit. We're busting out of our normal situations to kind of enjoy each other and have some fun. So it was a really good, it was a really good thing to do. And again, I know that it's not always possible to do that kind of thing, but if you can make little tweaks here and there to your daily routines, it might help you just feel a little less bored and a little more free to do as you want. I think it all comes back to intentionality. You have to be intentional with how you're living and what you're willing to pursue the other thing that you can easily do is not be present in the moments that you want to be present. Like I said, we love recording this podcast, but if I'm not sitting here present in this moment and I'm thinking about all the other things that I have to do, how much joy am I going to find in that moment? Am I allowing myself to not be bored? Am I allowing myself to expand my mind or am I focusing on all the other things I have to do? We're constantly busy and inundated with the tasks we're doing. We, a lot of times, are not present in the moment and we're not intentional in the moments when we have them. In order for this to work, you could put a thousand new experiences in front of you, but if you're not present in that moment and you're getting pulled away on every single thing that you're trying to do, what's the likelihood that you're going to get anything new out of it or anything out of it at all? You're not. You're focusing on the future. Uh, You're either focusing on the past of what happened or you're focused on the future and the thousand of other things you have to do. Well, you're not going to get anything out of it then. So it's not even worth you trying. If you're going to try, then you got to be willing to set the phone aside, to be present with the people you're with, to take in everything that every experience has to offer you. And I believe that's really what life is all about. We get so distracted on everything else, but I think you have to be present and intentional with your time and make sure that you're using it to the fullest. If you're there, if you're in the room, if you're in front of that person, Give that person everything in that moment because you never know what you could get out of it. And you never know those conversations that you wish you could get back or those moments that you're going to regret when they're gone. Like you have to be willing to be present and intentional in the moment. And I think that's a great place to leave it, honestly. I, I, I think we're so distracted all the time. And I want to just leave you with that idea of if you're there, if you're in the moment, if you're with those people, if you're doing that thing, Be intentional with it when you're there. And then afterwards, let it go and move on to the next thing and be intentional with that. But you got to look for new ways as well to be changing it up, to be pursuing new things. And how often are you doing that? All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Whether you watch us on YouTube or you listen to us wherever you get your podcast, we're so thankful that you joined us today. Hit us up on the DMs at Growth Reframed. We'll see you next week. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you, so shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.